Welcome back to Mildly Insane, ladies and gentlemen. Fun, fun episode for you today. Uh, we're in the heart of spooky season. Halloween, right around the corner. I'm going to talk about that. going to talk a little bit about some sports activities that are going on right now. Give a quick little synopsis on everything going on in the world of sports. Uh, maybe I reveal what I think, well, what my favorite horror movies of all time are. And then after that, who knows? But I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about, a lot of things that have been on my mind and I want to set the record straight on and yeah it's going to be a lot of fun great episode planned today before I do that I want to uh remind everyone YouTube videos are coming this app this application if someone knows of a a software so I have this software that I'm using to record, and I it, it does video, but halfway through the video, the audio and the video do not match up, and I don't know why, and I can't figure it out because I'm not a video editor. I'm a stupid idiot. So if anyone out there with a brain can help me, and I try to download like this other software and it's just not working so i don't know um but have some thrones nerd talk house of the dragon just finished season one it is amazing if you haven't watched it go check it out i have a video coming out about that and my thoughts on that thoughts on game of thrones in general I haven't nerded out with Game of Thrones yet, and I had a video that I was going to put up on YouTube, but I can't figure out the audio and the editing. I, I can't figure it out. So you'll just have to wait for that. Um, a couple other things. We have uh, videos that I am have ready to go, thoughts and ideas that I, I want to do. As soon as I figure it out, it will be up, ready to go. And two to three episodes or videos a week, probably. So YouTube is going to be very active. Also, very active TikTok. We are at 100 followers in three weeks. So numbers-wise, not terrible, I guess. Because, you know, it could be better, could be worse. But um, we're getting there. TikTok, follow me, Depauls. Uh, I post videos pretty frequently now on TikTok. Uh, I've been doing pretty good so far, I guess. Right now, I'm averaging about 25 to 30 likes a video. and My first one has 200, but I have about 25 to 30. Per, I average about 25 to 30. So, um, there, it's getting a little bit better. I got, yeah, TikTok is, is active, very live, follow me on there, and I've noticed that the podcast numbers have gone up recently, and I think that's because of TikTok, so if you're new and just finding me from TikTok, welcome. It's fun. We're going to have a blast. And I think that's it. I think that's all I got to talk about. Next week, I'm posting this a little early this week because I'm going back to Youngstown tomorrow, so I won't be able to record and post it on Wednesday. So this will be a Tuesday episode, and then every episode will be back on Wednesday. And that's all I got to start off. So let's let's just get right into it. Okay, now first of all, I wanted to start out with um, with sports, just get some things situated. 
Uh, Yankees lose, so fuck you. I hate the Yankees. Thank God they lost. If they would have made it, I would have been heartbroken. Um, they're dead. They were never alive. Guardians are going to be the force of the AL for a while. And that's about all I have to say about baseball. I don't really care anymore. Just as long as the Yankees don't win. That's all I care about. Um, so the Yankees are dead. Um, the Broncos are legitimately the worst team in the NFL. Like, that's not an exaggeration. That's a straight-up fact. They're fucking horrible. I hate watching them every week. I wish I didn't have to, but that's what you get for being a lifelong fan of a, a sports franchise. It's horrible. And that's it. Now, that's your sports talk. I am going to start every episode a segment. It's called Who I Have Beef With. It's just me talking about who or what or where I have beef with in that given week. And that's about it. We're going to start doing that. I'm going to try and do it at the beginning of the episodes so we can like transition from there. But that's about it. So... I have two things that I have beef with. Number one and most importantly, I have beef with myself. I have a severe problem where I have, like, I go on Snapchat and I am I am the worst person ever with Snapchat. It, not in, like, not in, like, the technical way. Like, I, I, I have, like, a 600,000 snap score. Which is why I'm terrible with it. I send so many snaps to so many people. And a lot of the time, I send snaps to people I just have no fucking business at all sending a Snapchat to. Just no, no business at all. And it doesn't occur to me what I'm doing and how cringeworthy and awful and terrible it is until after I send it. And I will, you know, waddle around with my day for, you know, the next 10, 15 minutes. And then I sit back and I'm like, why the fuck did I just send that snap to that person? I, like last night, I sent a video of our setup in our attic right now, which, by the way, I haven't been able to leave our attic for like four days because it's just the best thing on the planet. We have a couch up here now. We have two TVs and I have my PC and stuff up here. There's literally no reason at all to go into any other part of the house. Like this is the ultimate vibe awesome part of the house. But I was sitting on the couch, I sent a video to a bunch of people, and a lot of the people that I sent it to, just no fucking reason why I would send a Snapchat to them. None, none at all. Barely talked to most of them, and I thought to myself, like 15 minutes after, I'm like, if I were them, if I was receiving a Snapchat from me, and we're not like you know best of friends or f f friends at all in some cases like barely know the the person and i got the snap that i just sent i would have no fucking clue how to react i put people in such awkward situations when it comes to snapchat like i i have to issue an apology i need to I might have to delete Snapchat, as crazy as that is. I know. I have some streaks on Snapchat that are like 2,000 days long. Let me just, let me just run down my streaks. Let, let's, let's see. I have a 2,056-day streak 
a 16,028-day streak, an 11,063-day streak, a 15,000, like, the 19,000, like, the amount, the days, and, and a lot of, and what, what also really grinds my gears about Snapchat now is I'm getting to the point now where sending these streaks, like, I will get one snap a day from the people that I have streaks with. Well, not not all of them. Most of the time I get more. But um, a lot of them, I will send one snap to them. They will send one snap to me. The streak will continue, and that's it. And I, I really am, am growing to, like, dislike that a lot maybe i'm just maturing i don't know but like i don't want to be like a just want like i don't want to be a burden a chore on snapchat i want to be enjoyable like when i get when you get a snap from me you know it's going to be like a good time and i don't know if i'm doing that right now and my head is in a fucking pretzel because of it am i cancer on Snapchat. I might be. I might just be. And I haven't realized that until like yesterday. I was actually for the first time in my Snapchatting career embarrassed of a snap that I sent out. And it wasn't like a bad snap. It was just a, like a little quick shot of of our setup and like me and my roommates were like sitting up there watching football and like great vibes, having a like fun time. But it's just like the awkwardness of receipt. I never really thought about being on the receiving end of those cringy, what the fuck is this kind of Snapchats. And I finally did. I finally thought about it. And if you are one of those people that, like, just I randomly Snapchat and it's like that and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to say to this? Like, what am I supposed to do? If you're one of those pers- people out there, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, I, I really need to chill the fuck out on Snapchat. Um, I think... Now, here's the thing, too. I love Snapchat. It's probably my favorite means of communicating. I've, I've been a day one Snapchat guy. But I might have to retire from it. Which is going to be... Going to be tough. Going to be rough. I don't know if I am able to do that. Because there are like like the people... The one, the one person that I have a almost 2100 day streak with... Like, that's not just a once-a-day... Like, we actually snap pretty frequently to each other. So, like, there's there's people on there that I do snap regularly, and it's fun, and, you know, it's what Snapchat should be. But for the most part, it's just, like, I am a cringe machine on Snapchat, and I gotta fucking relax. I gotta chill out so that's who I have that's my that's my first beef me and snapchat we have beef my next beef is there is this growing like I don't know obsession with serial killers like all I see is, like, Dahmer this, Ted Bundy that, like, polarizing these psychopathic monster criminals. And I get it. I've heard the show Dahmer. I haven't watched it. I've heard that it's fantastic and Evan Peters was amazing. I'm not denying that. I love Evan Peters. The old, like, first couple seasons of American Horror Story 
were so great. Asylum is one of the best, like, seasons of TV that I've ever watched. It was so crazy. And Evan Peters was awesome. I love Evan Peters. I have no problem with that. The problem to me, here's how I think of it. Those mass murderers, psychopaths, like they are, they committed all of those crimes with the full intention of, like, okay, I'm going to die and, like, I'm a piece of shit and I'm disgusting and I'm horrible. Like, they knew this. But you are giving them what they want by polarizing them and making these documentaries and all this kind of stuff. Their memory will live on throughout human history they will be remembered and people will talk about them and obviously it'll be bad talking about them and as as disgusting horrible awful monsters yeah they're not going to be held they're not going to be you know light but they are going to be remembered because the media can't stop talking about them. These shows, they see a cash grab because people are going to watch them because they're attracted to that fear of, wow, this, is, this could be like a normal person and I have to prepare myself and think of normal people like this. And, they're obs and the masses are obsessed with that. And it's just giving these psychos what they want. They want to be talked about. They want to be, you know, in the front pages of the the newspaper the next day. They want to be the headlines. And that's exactly what they're doing. And I just can't bring myself to watch shows like that. That polarize these insane disgusting human beings now obviously they picture them as horrible disgusting beings they're not you know maybe polarizing wasn't the correct word but they're they're not um they're not doing any justice to the victims as well you know like i'm sure the families and all the 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 all the people that were affected by these killings I'm sure they don't want to fucking remember all the pain and horrible suffering that they had to go through during the time that it happened so my beef is like chill the fuck out with that kind of stuff there's no, there's way better stuff to to invest your your writing in directions in you don't need you don't need to be doing this all the time so i will not be watching dahmer also just because like i'm a i'm a big history buff i'm a nerd okay fucking fucking crucify me i'm a nerd okay get over it i'm a nerd my favorite movie ever i was just talking about it yesterday I think my actual favorite movie ever is Jurassic Park. I love, 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 love Jurassic Park. I love it. Um, the original, obviously. But I like I can't I can't pull myself together. I'm a history guy, so I know what Jeffrey Dahmer did and all the shit that happened already. I don't need to, to keep reminding myself of it um so that's it that's my beef next thing spooky season um i think that halloween is the most overrated holiday in existence and i'm gonna get crucified for this i think but um i don't care i halloween just like isn't exciting for me like 
yeah, I guess, like, dressing up and going out and drinking and stuff like that, like, that's somewhat fun. And I do it every year. I'm a sucker. I mean, I'm not going to not do it, but um, it's just, like, I don't know. It's lost all its appeal to me. Like, people go fucking nuts over this holiday. They're like, ooh, ooh, I, ooh, Halloween, Halloween, spooky season, blah, blah, blah. Give me Christmas ten times out of ten. As soon as October it hits November first, boom, Christmas time. I'm that I'm that guy. I will be playing a Christmas is two months for me. All of November, all of December, and a little bit into January. Two months. Maybe it's a little crazy, maybe it's a little over the top, but I don't give a fuck. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the whole year. I go nuts over Christmas. Christmas wipes the floor with Halloween. And it's just not... And I also don't like being scared. I mean, call me fucking crazy, but I like to not be scared all the time. I like to just be normal. And Halloween, like, doesn't do that for me. So... Not a big scary movie guy either. Probably my least favorite genre, genre of muse of music. My probably my least favorite genre of movies. Just don't really like scary stuff. Just not a scary guy. I'm much more of a holly jolly guy. Tis the season guy. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, guy. Melakaliki Maka, guy. That's my cup of tea. Christmas ale, guy. What else is great about Christmas? Presents, guy. Uh, season's greetings, guy. Christmas vacation, guy. Like that, I just, there's so much great about Christmas. Christmas music, guy love Christmas music. Oh my god, I love Christmas music. Can't fucking wait for this stupid holiday to be over. Um, our costume is... My my costume and my roommates, like, our, our costumes, we just we got them today. Very fucking funny. It's gonna be a... It's, it's gonna be... It's gonna be a good costumes selection for us. Um... So, be on the lookout for that. It's... It's... It's very funny. Um, I can't spoil it. Like, I should just spoil it because who gives a fuck? But my roommates don't want it spoiled, so we're not. Uh, but what is fun is we're going to be on a bar crawl. So, very excited for that. Because, I mean, that's a bar crawl. That's, like, way better than anything Halloween related. So... Fuck you, Halloween. You're very overrated. And I hate you. Wow, holy shit. What just happened? My, uh, I posted this, um, I posted this video from, like, I posted it, like, 15 minutes ago. And it's already my, it's art. It's already almost my second most viewed video. It already has 766 views. It almost has double the amount of my, the video I posted before. Oh, this could be, this could be a good one. Could be a good one. Cross your fingers. <clears throat> All right. Top five favorite scary movies now this is an opinion obviously not based on anything fact but if you disagree with me go fuck yourself because i'm always right i am god um again not a big scary movie guy and there'll be there's one movie in here in particular that's like not technically a horror movie i guess it is but not really um but it's in there so 
let's get right into it. Number five, my for my favorite scary movies, number five, the scariest movie that I've ever seen. So it has to be on there. But the other four above it are just like better movies, and I like them more because they're like a not as scary, but also just better movies overall. Um, number five is The Conjuring 2. Not Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2. And I have to say, too, The Conjuring 2 is a severely underrated, severely underrated movie. When it comes to, like, the conversation of scary movies, like, um... The Conjuring, the the original one, the first one, is always in the conversation. Always. Some people say it is the scariest movie of all time. But for me, and I've and I saw both of them in theaters. Like, went to the theater, got the whole experience with them. Um. To me. The Conjuring 2 is so much scarier than than the first one. And the, the first one's scary, but, like, I remember seeing it in theaters, and it is ten times scarier in the theaters, especially the first time you see it. Ten times scarier. Um, I remember seeing it in theaters, and it was me and a bunch of my buddies. And I swear to God... That movie doesn't have, like, a break where there's, like, um, where there was, like, a, like, a gap, like, a, okay, like, transition, like, you know, story time, like, we're gonna, you know, talk about other stuff and it's gonna be normal and not that scary. The whole fucking movie is scary from start to end it's just non-stop fucking in your face slam it down your throat scary the whole time it didn't take a break for one second and that's why i have to put it in my top five because like no movie has scared the shit out of me from start to finish like the conjuring 2 just non-stop and it has one of the scariest parts in a movie that I've ever seen. There's a scene, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but this is the scariest scene I've ever seen in a movie. Um, Elaine Warren is in her house and she sees this nun, which is just a demon, but it's taking the shape of the nun. And she sees it at the end of the hall and right there, when you see it for the first time just standing there, instant, instant fear. Just so terrifying. So she follows it naturally because we're in a horror movie and everyone's fucking morons in a horror movie that's just given. Um, she follows it into this room where her husband was painting the exact same nun. And all hell breaks loose and then... Elaine Warren's sitting on the floor because all this spooky shit happens. She's sitting on the floor and she sees the shadow of the nun, like the silhouette of the nun. And it walks on the wall, like all the way around the room until it gets to the painting. And then it lines up perfectly with the painting. And that time frame of her walking to the painting it felt like it took her 45 minutes but it was like 30 seconds but it felt so long and all she did was walk like it wasn't anything crazy but jesus christ was it scary i was holding on to my friend tony protopapa for dear life like begging him i'm like please make it stop please make it end i knew what was going to happen 
I knew the once she got to the nun picture, she was just going to pop out and scare the fuck out of everybody. And she did. And it was, I knew it was going to happen. And it happened. And I was still scared. So, Conjuring 2 is number two. Or number five for, I have to put the scariest movie that I've ever seen in there. And the scariest movie going experience that I've ever seen in there. Have to. Number four is Poltergeist. Um, Carol Ann. Where are you, Carol Ann? They're here. A Steven Spielberg classic. I was talking about this a couple days ago, actually. I am obsessed with, like, old school Steven Spielberg movies. Like, Poltergeist, absolutely love. E.T., Jaws, which I'll get to Jaws. Um, the Goonies. Uh, recently, Ready Player One felt like an, an updated Steven Spielberg movie. Super 8 is a relatively newer Steven Spielberg movie, but had that old Steven Spielberg vibe to it. Um, just Steven Spielberg movies I just love. Obviously, I already said my favorite movie ever is Jurassic Park. And it, it, he just did so great with Poltergeist. Back then, I could understand why people were terrified of that movie. It was like you watch it now and it's still pretty scary. Um, because he's great. He uses practical effects, so it makes it scarier. And it's just a great, great story. Great actors. Great everything it's just so fun and so scary and I, I can't i can't leave it off of my all-time horror lists just can't can't do it number three alien now this one's gonna get a little little weird because like it's it is a horror movie but it's not like a you know it's not one that you're you're thinking about putting in your upper echelon of um horror movies I think this is the best sci-fi horror movie by Landslide um even better than The Thing I know The Thing is like held as this pinnacle and I love The Thing too but um for me whenever you talk about sci-fi horror the king of it is Alien just claustrophobia you don't know where it is you don't know what it is you don't know what it's capable of. And just that, like, not knowing is really what scares the shit out of me for that movie. It's, um, yeah, it's just an all-time. And the sequel, James Cameron, let me tell you something. When he does standalone films, Titanic, Avatar, sometimes... They're not very good. I think that Titanic and Avatar are two of the most overrated films all, of all time. Especially Titanic. He just, like, I don't know. It's just a movie to me that's, like, I don't know. It's just so cheesy and, eh. And I get it. It's one of the biggest box office hits ever highest grossing movie ever it's just absolute success so i can't like i'm not trying to be one of those like people that just dog on successful movies to do it but i just i don't know never really a huge fan of titanic just didn't really think it was all that great um and i have to say the same thing about avatar and i'm a huge sci-fi guy i love sci-fi but it, I don't know. I feel like I've seen that story a million times. You know, war-hungry, uh, technically gifted civilization invades an indigenous people, and the indigenous people win because they know the land better than their 
invaders. Like, I feel like that's just a, a like, every, a lot of movies have taken that route, and there's, like, I don't know, really no originality. Yeah, they have a brand new planet and all that kind of stuff, and all the creatures and the things and connected with nature. Well, it's all cool, but just, I don't know. I don't ever really was a big Avatar guy. I know there was a ton of people out there that absolutely love that movie, and good for you. There's movies that I love that you probably have never even watched or don't like. And that's completely okay. I love Star Wars. There's a lot of people out there that don't like Star Wars. It's okay. We're allowed to like what we like. Um, Yeah, just not a, not a big... But back to James Cameron. When he makes a sequel for an already existing franchise like alien he did aliens terminator he did terminator 2 he takes the horror element from the original and completely flips it to just a straight up action movie and he's perfect at that aliens is a better movie than alien but I like I like Aliens a lot more than Alien. But Aliens is not a horror movie. It just it just isn't a horror movie at all. Like I can't I cannot classify it. It's a straight up action adventure movie, and it's fucking awesome. Um, Alien on the other hand, straight up horror movie. I mean, just no way around it. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's just a straight up fucking horror movie. And it's so good. It's just so, so, so good. Um, Ridley Scott, masterpiece. Number two, the original Halloween. Now, before I say this, I do have to say something about the most recent tragedy that was Halloween Ends. I have to talk about it. Halloween Ends is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Now, there is a justifiable approach that you could take to this movie and say that it was original, it went in a different route than a lot of um, Halloween movies, and if you put this separate from the rest of the Halloween franchise sorry had a text um if you put this separate like you do with like Halloween 3 if you if you if you diverge yourself from the Halloweenish franchise for a minute it's not the worst thing ever. I still think it's fucking horrible, but there's definitely way worse movies. However, there's so much wrong with the movie. So much wrong. It felt like they were trying to do like four different things at the same time, and none of them like none of them like came true or they like focused on one of them it was always like four different things at once and then they all just like crashed together and i love michael myers he is my favorite horror slasher horror anything the original halloween is so perfect because it's just Michael's a normal dude at this point. I mean, not normal, but, like, he's just a dude who stalks this girl for whatever reason, kills her friends, and it's just so creepy and so menacing and so, like, like, the original Halloween is incredible. The best part is, like, him being the shape, him being spooky, 
him just like watching Laurie Strode and like you know like the creepy walk that he does is just so terrifying I showed it when I was in college my roommates at the time had not seen the original Halloween so around this time I was like alright I'm going to show them we're going to sit down we're going to watch the original Halloween <clears throat> they were terrified of it they're like Michael Myers is fucking horrifying and he is he lost all of that in the new one that's the that's the worst part of the new one Michael Myers is a straight up punk fucking bitch he is he's a bitch they wrote him to be a bitch he got beaten up by the a guy that was getting bullied he was like a 26 year old dude who was he was getting bullied straight up bullied by four high school band members and two of them were girls that just sat there and watched he was literally like a 26 year old just got out of jail guy who apparently has the strength to go toe to toe with michael fucking myers but he's getting bullied by these kids like what what that's the worst part of the movie and it's just so much the dialogue was fucking awful the acting was fucking awful there were so many lines that just didn't make any sense at all it was so embarrassing and it felt like the writers like they went in everyone's doing the script reading everyone's they're, everyone's like okay yeah great I, I like how this looks and there's just one guy that like raises his hand at like the end of the table he's like uh guys we have a problem here um we didn't wrap up the Lori and Michael story yet and they're like oh fuck alright like just right in they fight the end and that's exactly what they did like there was no build up there was no like even like the the 2018 Halloween which is like the same fucking people that were responsible for this dog shit movie there was like that anticipation for the final showdown like Lori was basically stalking him the, the 2018 Halloween is the second best Halloween movie behind the original one the 2018 one was off the charts great the closest thing we had to the original like amazing amazing job for those guys I'm not going to say it's a good movie because it's obviously it's a horror movie so it wasn't that great but um still awesome movie I loved it this one dog shit this the Michael Myers was uh, in it for all of three seconds and like he just like appeared out of nowhere right at the end and they fight and that's it like Lori just got done killing the main antagonist of the the movie and she's like sitting in the like kitchen she's like oh all right great it's done it's over nope boom michael myers is here now you gotta fight him like what and the fight was so underwhelming it was just there was just so much shit in that movie i could go on and on about how horrible that movie is but we're not here for that. No, 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 no. We are here for the classic that is John Carpenter's Halloween. It was so good. Terrifying. Michael Myers was terrifying. Jamie Lee Curtis on the map from that movie. It was a classic. And you can't have this spooky season without that movie. It's a pinnacle. You have to watch it every single Halloween. I'm probably going to watch it tonight just because I need to be reminded how good a Halloween movie can be. 
and the the utter fear and terror that you get from it. Um, but that is my favorite Halloween slasher movie. They're out there. Number one horror movie. Now, this is also a big question mark, a big, you know, but I th- I would classify this movie as a horror movie. Um, it's the only movie that I think in existence it it changed human outlook on a certain thing just by existing, just by being a movie. The world completely changed after this movie came out. That movie is Steven Spielberg, Jaws. Jaws is the my favorite and in my personal opinion the most impactful and best horror movie. Yes, I said best. Jaws. There are some geeks and nerds and assholes out there that will probably come at me and say, well, technically Jaws isn't a horror movie. I get it. You can make the argument for it. Me personally, I think Jaws should definitely be considered a horror movie. It has completely ingrained this fear of swimming in the ocean because you're going to get devoured by a shark. You're like born with that. No one tells you that when you're little. No one, you know, says you're like, don't go in the water because you're going to get eaten. Like, the, it, it, you're just bored with that excuse me you're just born with that ingrained fear of the ocean because of Jaws because Steven Spielberg showed everyone what horrible things could happen if you go in the water me personally I still swim in the ocean I love swimming in the ocean getting attacked by a shark and dying because of it is very rare um i think less than 50 people a year die from sharks it might be less than 20 it's a very low number people don't die from shark attacks very often but that fear is so strong because of the movie just an all-time classic all-time great movie love it one of and again steven spielberg goat Matt. that was me trying to do a, a, a I'm, I'm very embarrassed that i just tried to do that but um <clears throat> steven spielberg is the goat has made some of my favorite movies ever and there's your top five d paul's approved horror movies my favorite and they should be your favorites too if they're not then fuck you uh number five the conjuring two number four was i have to pull my list up because i don't fucking remember it now give me one second i literally just talked about them what was it three was alien Two was Halloween. One was Jaws. What did I say four was? And I deleted it. Oh my god. (laughs) So now I have to retrace my steps. Five is The Conjuring. Poltergeist. Poltergeist is number four. Number three, Steven Spielberg. Duh. Number three is Alien. Number two is Halloween. And number one is Jaws. Those are my top five favorites. Uh, also, there's a bunch of horror movies that I do enjoy still. Um, you know, not mentioned is 
we'll give we'll give a quick shout out to a couple of them. Um, I thought Hereditary was diabolically terrifying. Um, the Shining is incredible. Ooh, I forgot about The Shining. Fuck. Shining is six, but it really should be like three. It's all right. I love The Shining. Jack Nicholas. I mean, come on. Uh, Shining's fantastic. Um, you got Carrie is in there too. I love Carrie. Um, the Thing, obviously. I'm not a big like. I'm not as big on the Thing as a bunch of other people are, but I can get. I get. I get the appeal. Um, I also. I'm also very spooked out. No. No movies have like spooked me out more than Final Destination. Um. They're great. The Scream franchise is also very good. Uh, Friday the 13th, I'm not a huge fan of. Nightmare on Elm Street's great, too. Um, Friday the 13th, I'm not a big fan of. I feel like they're just copying Halloween. There's, like, no originality with, with Friday the 13th whatsoever. So, um, yeah. Michael Myers is 10 trillion times more terrifying than, than Jason Voorhees. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's all the shout-outs I'm getting. So if your movie, your favorite horror movie didn't make the list, then I'm sorry. Uh, you snooze, you fucking lose. So spooky season. Finally getting wrapped up. Uh, I'm not... I'm going to try to not eat my body weight in candy. I, it's the challenge that I have to endure every year. It sucks. Reese cups exist, and they're delicious. Kit Kats, Kit Kats, Reese cups, sweet tarts, Laffy Taffies, Airheads. What you call it? What you call it? If you know, you know. By the way, Twix, Take Five, Crunch Bars. What else is delicious? Nerds Ropes. Uh, what other candies? Sour Patch Kids. Specifically the watermelon flavored. I think that's all the candy that I really like. I'm not a big candy guy. My Justin Lanzo is a candy guy. That guy has a sweet, sweet, sweet tooth. The dude is addicted to sweets. I'm going to respect the hell out of it too, though. I really do. I have to respect the hell out of it. Um, Okay. Spooky season, wrapping up. Ooh, ooh. Spooky ghost. Ooh. It's just so, such a dumb, stupid holiday now. I, I wanted to dress up as a hippie too, and I, I didn't pull the trigger. I don't know why. So next year, I'm dressing up as a hippie. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I also wanted to dress up as Steve Harrington because I just love Stranger Things and I love Steve Harrington. He's in a band. Did you know that? The guy that's... What's his fucking name? God damn it. Um, <clears throat> what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? We threw out his name. Steve Harrington. It's played by... Joe Keery. He's in a band that I actually, there's a song that I really like, and I never knew that it was him until someone told me. It's called Roddy by DJO. It's um, really good. And the guy that's singing is Joe Keery, Steve Harrington, so I love that song even more. Steve Harrington, let me tell you something. Let's nerd out on, let's talk Stranger Things for a second. Fuck yeah. I mean, we haven't, have we talked about Stranger Things? I don't think so. I'm going to make a YouTube video on it, too, because there's, there's something about Stranger Things. Stranger Things is my favorite TV show ever. I'm okay saying that. I love it so goddamn much. Steve Harrington is my favorite character put in any TV show ever. Joe Keery is my number one... <laughs> 
And I'm such a fucking bullshitter because I didn't even know his name, but I'm going to say this. Joe Keery is my number one guy that I want to meet. Like, number one celebrity that I want to meet. Him or Sydney Sweeney, but that's more because I am in love with Sydney Sweeney. Not so much as, like, I would nerd out for Sydney Sweeney, because I wouldn't. I'd just be like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> like a little fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> Joe Keery would be like, he, I feel like he'd be so cool to hang out with. Like, just a, he just seems like he has a great vibe. And I really, really, really want his hair. I really want, like, hmm. I think he still wears the same hairstyle like in real life as he does in the TV show. But Steve Harrington's hair. I want it. I don't know how to achieve it though. How do I get it to go up? It goes, my hair grows like down. I want it to go up. Go up. I want it to flop up. I want to poof. I want to have the. I want to be able to put the fair faucet spray in my hair, and it just. Poof, I want to look magical. I want to look delightful. I want to be Steve Harrington when I grow up. When I. When I get done with school, I want to be Steve Harrington when I grow up. That's what I want to do. Yes. That was me imitating a six-year-old. That was a. That was not a very good impression because six-year-olds don't talk like they have a mouthful of gum they just have a low a low lower voice most of the time sometimes six-year-olds have beards and mustaches and deep voices and fuck bitches and get money sometimes you never know it's the 21st century now six-year-olds have phones like the age like disparity now I didn't get my first phone until I was in like seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade. I know I had one in eighth grade, but I don't remember. I think I got it in seventh grade, and that was more because more be more so because like, and it wasn't like a. I had like a flip phone, like a slide up keyboard phone. Um, I think the company like doesn't even exist anymore, probably. Um, no, mine was an LG, actually. There were some phones out there at the time that like don't exist anymore. Yeah, like <laughs> all of my friends, their first phones. Like, I couldn't tell you what my, like, the name of my first phone. I could tell you the name of my second, my second phone, but my first phones, my first phone, no. It was like a, it was a flip phone, like, with a keyboard and a touchscreen LG. It was a lot of fun. It was, yeah, little tiny buttons. I was in, like, seventh grade. It was great. And then when I was in eighth grade, I got my first smartphone. I got the HTC Inspire. That phone was way ahead of its time. It was awesome. Full touchscreen. Everything was a touchscreen. Even like, like, it was like an iPhone, like a current iPhone, but in 2012 when the iPhone 3 was out. Like, it was way ahead of its time. You had to press the, there was no button to get to the home screen. It was like a on the screen. So it was way ahead of its time. Um, but it was an awesome phone. Awesome. And then I got into the iPhone. My first iPhone was an iPhone 4. My favorite iPhone is the one that I have right now. It is fucking unbelievable. It has surpassed the iPhone 6 Plus. I have the, thir I have the 13 Pro Max in green. And the green is the greatest color that they have ever done on an iPhone. Ever. Period. End of discussion. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I just took it out of the case and it, it 
my god, I'm turned on. It's just so clean. And I, I love green. Green's my favorite color. So it just amplifies it even more than that. We have already... It's already my second... This TikTok I posted is already my second highest... Um, I don't have a lot of likes, though, which is kind of sus, but... Uh, second highest viewership count out of any of my videos. Maybe it'll be number one when I wake up tomorrow morning. That would be fucking sick. Um, yeah, follow me on TikTok. Let's get those numbers up, baby. Um, so, we have... Um, I'm also going to do a little gambling uh, lock of the week for every episode of the podcast right at the end for all you gambling people out there. So uh, we're going to wrap up. Told you it was going to be a fun, entertaining podcast. Uh, we're going to have some guests on here pretty soon. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ski. I don't know where that came from, but okay. Um, oh, only good thing about like Halloween and spooky season time is apple cider. Oh my god, am I a slut for apple cider? It's so good. I have a I have a bottle of apple cider on my desk right now. That's why that 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 thought. In case you were trying to nitpick this incredibly off the wall fucking insane mind that I have. That was why I mentioned that, because I just noticed the, the apple cider that I'm absolutely absolutely going to skull fuck when I'm done with this. Um, and then I lose my train of thought. I lose my train of thought. Um, lock of the week. Going in to... Um, by the way, shout out my boy Mikey. He has his game of the year this weekend, he said. Um, Bills minus 10 he got it at. I think the line moved a little bit, but good luck, Mikey. Always love rooting for people's game of the years. Uh, my NFL game of the year is going to be coming up pretty soon. I am one for one in game of the year so far. I had Houston earlier in the year against, uh, if you don't know, game of the years is where you bet a fuck ton of money on a game because you're very confident of it. And you're really only supposed to have one per year like per sport so um i already have my college football game of the year uh it cashed easy it was it was utah versus arizona state cashed easily because i'm a fucking savage and you're not be jealous of me mikey's game of the year is this sunday he is going all in on the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night against the stinky, shitty, fucking hold-your-nose-when-you-watch-it Green Bay Packers. I think they're actually going to win by 8 million points, and that might be generous. Uh, so that's his game of the year. That's my game of the month. That's my lock of the month. I love the Bills. I think they're going to absolutely fuck the Packers. Just fuck them. No dinner before or after. Just fuck. Um, so I love that game. But my lock of the week is... I'm giving out the bills. My lock of the week. Team that's been so good to me. The only team that has, has really picked it up for me and helps me every week. Um, Wake Forest minus four. On the road against Louisville, I think Sam Hartman is... We're talking a little college ball right now, by the way. Did you think you'd get that in this episode? Because I didn't, but here we are. Uh, I think Sam Hartman is the best quarterback in the NFL. I think he should be on the Denver Broncos right now. And if he was on the Denver Broncos right now, they would be 5-1. and one. That's just my synopsis on everything. I love Wake Forest minus 4. They should be like... I think the line's right where it should be. But I think Wake Forest is going to win by at least 15, 20. Like, they're that good. Sam Hartman is that good. And Louisville's not that great. So, Wake Forest minus four. And also, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, 
Eagles first half spread is free. It cashes every week. It is now the only undefeated bet in the NFL left because the Atlanta Falcons did not cover against the Bengals. So you snooze, you lose, I guess. It's bedtime for your boy. But, um, yeah. Wake Forest, minus four. Is your DePaul's approved? Put a stamp on it. Put a fucking stamp on it. Approved lock of the week. Also, shout out Mikey. Game of the year. I'll be rooting. I'll be riding. I'll be coming in his hole. I'm excited. Great weekend. I cannot wait. My life will officially be over when pot and sports betting goes live in Ohio the first of the year. It's going to just be really bad. I'm going to bet on everything that I look at. Probably not, but I might. Um, but that's your lock. Wake Forest minus four. It's free. My game of the year in the NFL is potentially going to be in week 10. I looked at the remaining schedule and there was one game that jumped out to me that I might really, really love and I think it's going to come in week 10. So be advised for that. Be ready because it might be coming up soon. Um, great episode. I love you. Follow me on TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube. Keep it classy. All that kind of shit. Stay weird. And I love you. And again, like I say every episode now, if you need someone to talk to about whatever, any problems, anything, please reach out. And I will catch you guys again next Wednesday. Just had to go. So that's why this is a little earlier. But next week, same time. All right. I love you. I will see you next week. Bye.